if you stop focusing on making the money and you just try to bless people and serve them to the best of your ability, you'll get everything you hope for more. Howdy, everybody, and welcome to episode 201 of the SupersetYourLife.com podcast, your weekly workout motivation to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym. Rachel Moore is our featured guest of the day. She is the owner of Radiant Physique Wear, competition custom bikini and posing suits, men's bodybuilding, and classic physique trunks. She is known for having the highest quality and perfect fit, also offers worldwide shipping, she has serviced a few of our own athletes lately, so I thought it would be helpful to, to have her on the show to talk about how to identify the right posing attire for you as a competitive bodybuilder. Proverbs 31.25 says, Strength and honor are her clothing. What I respect about Rachel is the integrity that she puts behind her brand because behind the quality of the products is the heart of a team that truly cares about the athlete representing Radiant Physique Wear. Rachel, welcome to the SupersetYourLife.com podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. Good stuff. Happy to have you on. What got you into the sport of bodybuilding? Um, honestly, I so I got sober in 2013, um, in February 2013, and I just needed something to do. I mean, the gym a bunch before, but I never really you know, took it seriously. And so when I got sober, I just needed something to fill my time. And mm -hmm. um, I started going to the gym, I started learning about meal prep, I started, you know, kind of tossing around the idea of possibly um, competing and, you know, ended up building for a couple years competed in figure um, really fell in love with the, the challenge of competition prep. Um, really, really enjoyed the process. Um, I found it really challenging and just, you know, it was, it was challenging. I, I liked the challenge and, um, yeah, I competed in my first show and after that decided to open up Radiant Physique Wear and, um, just pretty much started the business and really got to, um, give back a little bit more to the bodybuilding community. Yeah, we were just talking about giving back to the bodybuilding community before we hit the record button and me being in a place now where I can help co-host the Open Natural, give back, take a couple of years off from, from competing. It feels good, doesn't it, to be able to be involved in the bodybuilding com community, but not be on competition prep 24-7 because it's not realistic for any of us. But at the same time, as soon as you step away from the bodybuilding world, you you kind of want to get right back to it, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I you know, coming from a place of making bikinis, I mean, if I can't tell you how you feel, you know, oh my gosh, you're, you're four weeks out. I bet you're, you're excited, but you're tired and you're hungry and, and whatnot. So I feel, feel really blessed that I've been able to compete um, in a handful of shows and be a competitor. And I can really understand, you know, maybe the stress and the, the challenges that, occur um during competition prep and it's it's just nice kind of being able to be at shows and being you know the woman behind the scenes and be i always tell everyone i'm, I'm like I'll, I'll be your biggest cheerleader 
always. I'll be your biggest cheerleader. And I love just seeing my clients do well and, and tackle challenges. And it's just very rewarding. And I'm very, very grateful to, to be as involved with the, the bodybuilding community as I am. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm the, I'm the exact same way. That's that is so cool. Okay, two 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 quick questions right off the top of my head if this if this if this is okay. But um regarding your competition preps, what was the most challenging thing that you had to overcome? Like something that you something that you didn't see coming. Like um, uh, we we have like we we have one of, one of our one of our guys that stepped on stage lately just um lost someone really close in his family, right? And so that was on contest prep while that happened and stuff that you can't plan for. What what did you have to overcome? Oh my gosh, like I remember 2016, I um uh, you know, back when I started Radiant Physique where I was bartending full time as well at an Italian restaurant and mm. Um, I actually, I had never, ever in my life been let go from a job. And in 2016, I got let go from my job. And it was like a huge blow to my ego. And it really made me feel crappy. And it scared me a lot. And I had plans on competing in 2017. And um, just trying to figure out like financially how I could do it all and run my business without any other... um, you know, money that I was able to make at the bar while bartending. And it was just something that completely caught me off guard and um, whatnot. But also that year, um, since I got let go, I was on an antidepressant and I actually um, started weaning myself off of it. Um, I I wouldn't recommend doing that without a doctor's approval. um, That advice for me, but um, you know, I, I really didn't need it. And, um, and, and I was told I didn't need it really. So just started weaning myself off of it. And um, really, you know, I, I couldn't get out of bed, really, I couldn't train um, for a couple months, because it, it really affected me mentally and physically. And then a couple weeks after getting let go from the bar, my, my husband was in um, a really bad motorcycle crash. And so 2016, it just came blow after blow after blow. I felt, um, you know, he was, he, he's, he's very lucky to be alive. Um, but you know, got, got, it was like a NASCAR scene going in front of him with like a bunch of crash and like cars crashing into each other and people testing. And, um, he, he flew off of his motorcycle going about 80 miles an hour, cutting traffic and landed on his feet. But, um, you know, definitely he, he, you know, he broke his, broke his wrist. It could have been so much worse, but yeah, no, that, that, that was definitely a a big challenge for us trying, you know, he couldn't work. I got let go from my job coming off the antidepressants, you know, trying to figure out how I'm going to, um, support my suit business. And it, it just, it was, it was challenging, but we made it through. <laughs> wow. That, that's, 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 that's incredible. Um, what was the, what was the, the biggest, uh, life-changing moment that you had while you're on stage? Like the biggest thing where look, looking back, you're like, that made, that made every competition worth it. I mean, you know, when you win an overall, um, that definitely made me feel really good. And, and, um, you know, just it, what was cool is being able to look back and seeing the progression of your physique get better and better each year. And, mm-hmm. 
I think, well, I don't think I know, um, you know, the, the last show I did was in 2017 and it was the leanest I'd ever been and the most conditioned I'd ever been and the biggest I'd ever been. And I remember getting floated um, at four weeks out from the show. And I mean, I was used to doing so many, so much cardio and really eating such low calories all through prep. Um, and I remember at four weeks out, I was, I was pretty much ready for my show, but I could, there was, I wasn't available to do an earlier show. So, um, I remember reverse dieting into my show and I would literally go to the gym in the morning and I would stand on the scale. Cause that the, the gym scale is what I used to like, you know, figure out. It was just like the most consistent for me. And I remember I leaner and leaner and I remember like, you know, at four weeks out, we completely cut out cardio and, um, I started reverse dieting. I, I think I, I think I walked into that last show eating like 2,500 calories a day. I was nice. eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches backstage. I drank like a gallon of water on show day. I just like the more I ate and the more water I drank, the better I filled out. So, um, it was pretty cool standing on stage. I, I, that, that last show, I didn't cramp at all. Um, I felt really good. I didn't have to do any peak week, hocus pocus or anything. I just got to, um, you know, do what I've been doing all along. And, and I felt really good going into that show. So that was definitely a big accomplishment. That's pretty cool. And, and you, and you could have quit, you could have threw in the, the, you could have threw in the towel, the competition right before that happened. And then you would have missed the best opportunity that you've ever had on stage and the best that you've ever performed. That's pretty, that's pretty inspiring. I remember, I, I remember I looked at Robert and I said, I think I was 12 weeks out and I said to him, I don't think I want to do the show. And he looked at me and he goes, well, you've already committed, so you got to do it. And I, <laughs> It was definitely worth it to to be able to bring that type of physique to the stage and kind of know that that type of prep was possible. Yeah, that was great. That was great seeing him again um, a couple of weeks ago too. Did yeah. um is 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 he as involved with the company as you are? Um, you know, not I'm not not like I am. You know, I I cut line and sew everything. I bling everything. Um, he really mm -hmm. helps me. Um, with you know, bringing, doing like mail drops. Um, I, you know, I, I, I label all of my mail, um, all the pa outgoing packages and he definitely helps with dropping off the mail. And, you know, sometimes it's really hard for me to like figure out what about like the best colors are for ombre. And so whenever they're like super close to one another, I'll kind of say to him, like, Hey, should this one go first or should this one go first? And what do you think? And all of that. So, um, you know, definitely helps me out and I'm super grateful for that. Yeah. That sounds a lot like, that sounds a lot like Taylor and I, <laughs> um, yeah. with, with, uh, cause, cause I mean, we, we do probably one or two small packages a day and it's, 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 a, it's the same thing. You know, it's like, we don't have a shipping department in here. It's just her and me. And so when we get orders, uh, we run to the, run to the post office and just kind of take turns and make and make it happen. I remember early on, I used to handwrite everything, all of my, and then I would stand in line at the post office and sometimes the line was out the door and, and then I got smart. I started labeling them at home and, um, figured out a shipping program that was the best and print up labels. So now it's just go do a mail drop and we're good. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. Um, 
Leo loves his trunks. They and, and they look so good on him at the uh, at, at the NPC Northwest Championships, the gold sparkly ones. Um, how long have you been doing men's bodybuilding attire? First of all, those gold trunks on Leo, amazing. <laughs> they looked so good on him, and he looked like he had so much fun at the show. So thank yeah, he's he just got the smile and the whole personality for it. He rocked him. <laughs> all he really loved being on stage. Um, mm. Oh. I, I, I've been open for about, I'm, I'm on year nine of business and, um, you know, I, over the last three or four years, I definitely will say that, um, I had a lot of men asking about men's trunks and a lot of coaches I work with asking if I make men's trunks. And, um, I, I originally, when I started the business, I decided I wasn't going to do any men's trunks. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I am. Um, I about three or so years ago, I did definitely um, start incorporating that. So um, what I did was I have a lot of female athletes and I started talking to their spouses about what do they want in a fit and cut of their men's bodybuilding trunks. And, um, you know, I would I would figure out the sizing and figure out like what cut looks best on these men. And um, they kind of helped trial and error them for me. And um, I, I work with a, a local coach here in Southern California. And um, I would, you know, I'd send some of his athletes some uh, suits and they would basically say, hey, you know, can we make it a little bit thinner strapped? Can get a little bit more pro cut and all of that and it really helped perfect the the cut awesome what what should a men's bodybuilding athlete look for in finding an appropriate pair of trunks that brings out the best in their physique competitively and also fits their personality the best um, you know, for men, I definitely believe that they should be pretty snug um, against the glutes. Um, and in the front, um, you don't want them overly snug, but you don't want them super baggy. Um, you know, just make it look really nice fitting and classy. I always say classy because we, we want it to look classy. We don't want there to be barely any material or whatnot. And, um, for mm -hmm. men definitely like not having the hip straps cut too far into their hips. Um, we definitely want to make mm -hmm. sure that we're getting measurements to me or any designer that we're, we're measuring, appropriately so we can figure out the best size and you know tweak patterns and stuff so they fit the best and with personality I I I feel like their color you know the the color what color complements them the most do they want something matte do they want something shiny do they want something with sparkles you know all of that so that's that's what I think sometimes you know you definitely don't want um you know, if you have like a red hue to your to your skin tone, maybe not do red, maybe do more of like a green um, or a teal or like a blue. Um, and if you're really dark skin, maybe something that like will pop against that. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And something and something to remember too, uh, male athletes trying on trunks, make sure that uh, especially for bodybuilding trunks that you're pulling the straps um, up high enough to show your your, your glutes and your uh, hip flexes in the front. That's something that whenever, whenever I was trying on trunks before, um, I always had a bad habit of like letting it um, sit a little bit lower, like kind of more comfortable, like a belt or mm -hmm. like how we would actually wear clothing. But yeah, we're not, we're not up there to feel comfortable. <laughs> There's nothing comfortable yeah. about these things whatsoever. <laughs> it's about like, showing the, it's about showing the judges what they need to see. 
Absolutely. And sometimes when, uh, when I see like, uh, one of the men that are wearing one of my bodybuilding trunks and they're trying them on and I see them like really low on their hips, I'm always telling them like, think like eighties, like, like eighties bathing suit, how they were <laughs> yeah. because, you know, if you, if you raise the hip straps up and, and they look you know, they're, they're where they're supposed to be. It'll give you the illusion of a smaller waist. And if they're really across their hip bones, then it gives you more of a boxy look. And we want to create that, that X frame and, and whatnot. Right. Right. Thank you for that. Very, very good advice. What should a guy look for? What should a dude look for in a good pair of classic physique trunks? Like how should they fit and should they, should they show glutes? Um, definitely feedback over the years with classic physique trunks has been, um, 99% of the men I do suits for, they want them pretty snug against their glutes and just snug in general. Um, mm -hmm. you know, definitely it, the classic physique trunks have changed a lot over the years. Um, they used to be kind of like briefy. Um, and then we started, I, I remember there was, I think there was like a three inch rule with the, with the, the straps or the, the hip straps. And now they're getting like, maybe like an inch and a half or so. So you definitely want something that won't, you know, you, and it really, it, I'm like trying to figure out how to explain it. You like men, there are some men that have like longer glutes and whatnot. So you don't want to have like this big, um, you know, this big amount of fabric with really small glutes and you don't want to have really big glutes with like a very small, small amount of fabric, if that makes sense. <laughs> I never, <laughs> I never, I never thought of it that way. I guess I never really taken the time to identify whether I have long glutes or short glutes. I've never thought of it that way before, <laughs> but, but I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess you're right though. Everybody, everybody's glutes do, do tie in differently. And I, you can, you can see, you can see it a lot more in the women's categories where like, that's kind of more of a, more, more of a relevant, more of a focused body part for, for those categories. But um, now that you mention it, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like lats, huh? I mean, some people have high lat tie-ins and some people have low lat tie-ins and, that contributes to like 80% of your lat spread, your genetics, bam, there you go. What's your uh, job? Pick, uh, pick good parents. <laughs> yeah. And absolutely. And, and, you know, it's interesting too, because when I'm trying to fit, like figure out the best size for a client, like for a men, a men's competitor, you know, I usually ask like, what's your height, what's your weight, what's your anticipated stage weight, you know, at shows, what did you weigh in at? And usually all for classic physique trends, I, I kind of size down a little bit, but sometimes, you know, they might be like a solid medium all the way and, and they might look better in larges. So it really does depend on, you know, their structure of their, of their lower half and, um, as far as showing glutes, you know, I, I know there are some federations that allow it, some federations that don't allow it. So my biggest piece of advice for any male competitor is to just, you know, definitely let your suit designer or me know, um, like, you know, what federation you are competing in. Um, because there, there are some federations that are very like, we don't want to see that you're like, we need full coverage. And then there are some that it's just like, all right, we don't, we don't really need full coverage. Just keep it classy, you know? Yeah. Good stuff. And you guys can do logos on, you, you can, you can sew logos or uh, print logos or, 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 or something on men's physique, uh, men's classic physique trunks. The reason I ask is because for the, the open natural, we're going to be allowing that. So for people that, for, for athletes that want sponsors, um, they can actually have their, 
their company logo or what or whatever company is sponsoring them um, have that on their trucks too. So is that something that we can that that that, that you can offer? Absolutely. You know, um, at the time of ordering, just send me like a really good quality um, logo, whether you want it like at the top of the front or the top of the bottom, or if you want it like on the hip strap. I know for NPC, usually we, that's just not something that you see. Um, but for other federations that do allow it, um, you know, absolutely. We could do whatever size logo you want. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I can get the vinyl and I can, can press it on. Awesome. And if it was possible to put a logo on a, men, a pair of men's bodybuilding trunks, we would offer that, but I just don't see how that is remotely, <laughs> even, even for a possibility. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, it's, yeah, the, the straps are a little small for those. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, speaking of the open natural, Hiro Chang and I will be offering um, only three women's categories. That's going to be bikini, figure, and women's bodybuilding. Um, that, and that's that way it's the same as men. There's not like a zillion different categories and to where it's overwhelming because there's a lot of competitors that are here for the first time as well. Um, so anyway, uh, bikini figure, women's bodybuilding. Um, what sizing and style selection should one look for in these suits? Like how, how are they, first of all, I guess, how, how are they different? How are this, how are the suits different in these categories? I mean, bikini suits are generally very different from figure and women's bodybuilding suits. Um, bikini, mm -hmm. uh, bikini division suits, just like wellness suits, they traditionally have top connectors, middle connectors, and bottom connectors. Um, mm -hmm. The bikini front of the bottoms will have a nice scoop in the front, or lately, something that's been really um, popular these days are the V-cut front, like how they are in wellness. And, um, you know, the V-cut is creating, it, it's just getting a lot more popular. Um, it gives you a little bit, um, you know, longer, longer midsection look, uh, longer leg look and whatnot. So um, they're either the front either has a scoop or the V-cut. Um, there's connectors on them on the bottoms. And then the back has a scrunch butt. Um, and you know, all the back coverage is different depending on the glutes and again, the size of the glutes, the shape of the glutes and really what federation you're in. Um, some federations still want 50% glute coverage and some federations, you know, they just want you to keep it classy. Um, and then some don't really care as much about the glute coverage, but, um, yeah, generally it's a, it's a scrunch, butt. this is going to create the illusion of rounder, fuller glutes and just show off the shape of the glute and, um, bikinis generally have like a scatter design on them, um, or, you know, like a traditional layout, but it's, you know, it's not, you don't normally see like the lines and the swirls and everything with the bikinis are a little bit more simple. And, um, figure in women's bodybuilding, you know, I'll, I'll go to women's bodybuilding first. Um, generally you have a plain prejudging suit and then for finals, you gen generally will have your blingy suit and, um, you know, some, some don't really care if they have a plain suit in the morning, but that's just kind of tradition. Um, lately I've been doing a lot of women's bodybuilding suits with a little bit of bling for their morning show suit, just to create a little extra sparkle. Um, and then both for figure and women's bodybuilding, we have a V-cut front and back of the bottoms. These definitely, you want to have them sit high on your hips. So I tell you to pull 
pull those hip straps up to make sure that, mm -hmm. um, you know, that they, they kind of look like 80s swimwear, um, just, you know, high, high on the hips and the strap should be paralleling the, the belly button pretty much. Um, this will give you the illusion of that smaller waist, um, that X frame that we're looking for in the divisions. And um, there's generally no bottom connectors. That's, you know, just a little bit more comfortable with them sitting high on the hip. And then there's no scrunch butt on the back. Um, you definitely want, you, you know, when you when you do a scrunch butt, that really exposes the lower part of the glutes and it, it kind of goes up the butt. Um, well, it does go up the butt. So we definitely <laughs> want to have something that sits flat against the glutes. Um, and it just creates, it, it just creates a more balanced look for what we're looking for in uh, women's bodybuilding and figure and the back crisscrosses. And basically, you know, that you could do a basic design with the rhinestones and, or you can get pretty intricate with the design. Yeah. Um, you were, you were talking, you were talking earlier. That, that, that makes a lot of sense. Thanks for that. The, 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 the women's bodybuilding suits compared to the, compared to the bikinis, it's just, it's, it's night and day difference. And so one seems to be very, very artistic and the other one seems, and, and the other one of bikinis just seems to be, it's like, it's, it's here to, it's here to make the athlete look better. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's and and more and more, it's interesting, more and more this past year, I definitely noticed a lot more figure women's physique and women's bodybuilding athletes going more of a direction of maybe a, a simple ombre or like a scattered look or something a little bit more simple too. Um, but then, you know, most times I usually have a pretty cool design on the suits as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, for for bikini, you know, you, you just you don't want something that's too distracting on you. Um, and same with figure and women's bodybuilding. You know, you don't you don't want to have you step on stage and that's all you see is a suit. You know, you definitely want something that will complement your physique and Sometimes if an athlete's trying to have, you know, like a bigger look to the, to their back, we'll do a little bit more like lines going outward, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Uh, we, we've been, we've been talking about suits this entire time, but I also understand that you have, I mean, you, you have, you have a lot of other stuff besides suits. You, you got, you have, you have some really cool uh, flannel shirts that I saw. Um, I'm really loving this radiant physique wear uh, tactical patch. I love it. <laughs> uh, what else do you guys have to offer? Um, you know, I have, uh, yeah, we got patches, um, the, you know, the Wolfpack bags or any type of tactical backpack are, are all the rage right now. So I figured why not stick my logo on them if I can, um, For sure. the flannels, you know, I have red and black and then I have black and gray and I have, I think I have one left of olive and, and black color. Um, I, I personally am obsessed with flannels, so I figured why not put my logo on it? Um, I also have some really cool um, t uh, tank tops. Um, they say competitor on it. I don't know if you've ever seen those shirts with um, where it's like broken up syllable. Um, I, I don't think I have. Yeah. you. It's like broken up into like syllables and it says a noun. Um, and it says. Oh, cool. Yeah, right, right on. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it says competitors, someone who pours their blood, sweat, and tears into every aspect of life to be part of the small percentage of people who make it to the stage. Um, those are really, really popular. Um, yeah, you know, I I, I actually um, just ordered a, like, a Radiant Physique Wear custom Letterman jacket, so I'm going to see how we like that, and then maybe 
maybe some of my uh, clients or my athletes might want one. I, I don't know. I, I just, I love all the swag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's half the fun. Um, and I think that that's a good, that's a good segue into, I think what, what is, what, what is my last question actually, which is um, you have a, you, you have a, you have a big heart for your competitors. Like you, you put yourself in their shoes and you're asking them when they, you're asking them when they're making their purchases, like how you feeling? You got, you got three, three weeks left. Like you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud, I'm proud, I'm proud of you. This is, you're so much more confident than you were a couple of weeks ago. Like, yeah, I, I know, I know this is, this is how, this is how you talk with your, um, with your clients and you do little things behind the scenes. Like you were telling me, um, when we were, when we were at the show, how, um, the, I'm sorry about my terminology, but the cups that go in the, yeah. <laughs> that go on the, on, on the top piece and how like you could, like you, you, you charge a dollar for them because that's what they cost you. And yeah, you could be up charging and you could be making money off of that, but you're like, really for a buck for these things with, for a competitor that's just about to step on stage that this is the last thing that they thought about. And the last thing that they have is extra money to be thrown to be thrown around. I mean, you could be nickeling and diming people and taking advantage of it. And that's just not what, that's just not what I see with it. Well, actually the, the cops say they cost me a dollar to make and they're custom made for my business. So I actually order them specifically through my distributor and they have a mold for me and everything. I I'm very specific on the cups and I actually include them with all my, my suits. I don't even charge for that. I don't believe that I should have to charge for that. Now, if you want, like, you know, gel inserts that are, you know, $25 a piece, I, I'm not going to charge you 40 or $50 for them. I'll just, you know, basically direct you to where you could buy them and you can get them yourself or, or I can include them too with whatever the cost of that is. But I, you know, for stuff like that, I, I'm not looking to make money off of, off of those type of things. Like I don't charge extra to send out you know, pillow stuffing for women that might need to stuff their cups. Um, you know, a, a big, a big thing of that is like $20 for me and it lasts me about six months. So, I mean, why would I charge extra on something that really doesn't cost me that much money? You know, where, where I charge a little extra with like connectors, like connectors are included with your, with your suits, but where I charge extra with something, let's say connector wise is when, I mean, some connectors are really intricate and really big and they cost a lot of money to buy. So that's the only time that I would really upcharge for something like that. But for little things like cups that cost me a dollar a pair, you know, 50 cents a piece to make, I'm not, I'm not going to like, why would I charge anyone for that? Yeah. I love it. What's the, what's the hottest project that you're working on lately? Like the oh newest thing. Well, like right now, like we're, we're finishing up the, the year. It's been an insane year. Um, I've sent out like over 400 suits for the year. Um, wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a little tired, um, but we're still going strong. We're just finishing up the year. And, um, you know, this usually December and January are pretty slow for, for competition suits. So my goal this year is because I've, because my my men's following has grown so much this year through working on um you know being at the shows and being present and everything and having promoters really promote that i do men's suits as well um the whole the, like all my plan is to make about 200 men's suits about 100 you know 100 classic and 100 men's bodybuilding suits have them on hand have all sizes available that way you know throughout there the year what I'm doing, you know, to, to make some men's suits. I just want to be able to have them made. And if, 
we need, you know, intense customization, I can, I can go ahead and do that. And, um, you know, I, I want to have a lot of inventory suits. I, I have a good amount of figure in women's physique suits. Um, but I, I definitely want to have more of a variety on hand for rentals. Um, and for pre-made purchase, um, like wellness suits and, and bikinis. So I definitely, whenever I'm at shows, I listen for, you know, people asking, Hey, do you have a green suit or do you have a blue suit? And I take note of all that. And, um, in turn this, this winter, I'm definitely planning on doing that. But, um, next, next week on the 21st, um, of November, I'm actually, um, going to be launching Black Friday. So I have some cool. amazing Friday, um, sales, you know, being a, a lot of, a lot of different, you know, sale, um, you know, levels and everything that people can, can partake in. Awesome. You are a very, a very, very wise business, business one <laughs> planning that far ahead. I'm taking notes right now. This is really good stuff. <laughs> you know, like back in the earlier years, I will say that it was kind of like all spur of the moment. Like it's, it's Thanksgiving night. I just ate turkey dinner and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to put out a, a Black Friday sale. Let me do my, my, um, my flyer and get that posted first thing in the morning. But um, I think definitely as you grow, um, you know, again, sent out over 400 suits for the year and that's, that's more than one suit a, a day, basically. Um, so I think that, well, I know that as you get bigger to scale, um, it's definitely things that you have to think about, um, a lot, a lot more ahead of time, you know, it's last year yeah. we had a showing for, for Black Friday and I'm anticipating a great showing this year. So I just want to have everything just as user-friendly as possible for my clients and, and future clients. Yeah. This is so inspiring because how many people go into the body, go in, go into bodybuilding, wanting to make it big and wanting to make a career within the sport. And there's just, there's no money in competing. Like even if you, even, even the highest level Olympia athletes, they're spending more money on what it takes to become a bodybuilder than what bodybuilders actually get paid at that level. So to see someone like you, that's still involved in the community and for you to, and to, for you to take, for, for, you, for you to start this from the ground up, really, um, that's pretty inspiring for fitness minded entrepreneurs. I, I, I just, I, I love how far outside the box you think. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, I will say like going back to <clears throat> Northwest championships weekend, um, you know, the, I, I love being able to present an overall award. Um, you know, it just makes me feel really good to, you know, be, be just, you know, even if they haven't want, worn one of my suits or they're not wearing a suit of mine, um, you know, just to kind of be there and be like, heck yeah, girlfriend, like you did it. And, um, but was, what was really sweet during Northwest championships, um, the, the Sunday show, um, you know, Marissa, my, was my suit client and she won the overall. And, um, it was just like, like, I was like, like popping out of my, my skin. I was so happy. And so I remember that you were, you were losing it. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm like backstage and I'm like, yeah, she did it. And, you know, being able to give her a big hug on stage and, um, just, you know, you know, I, I, I remember I met her back at Vancouver open and we started talking about, um, suit design and that was in April. So, um, it was really cool to be able to see how far she came in her prep and just really be their cheerleader. You know, everyone has friends, everyone has, um, you know, family cheering for them, but, um, you know, pretty much a stranger, you know, I, I always say like it, 
I, I would love to, to work with everyone, but you know, even if you don't buy anything from me, I still want you to feel the love for me, you know? I, I, I absolutely love it. I felt, I felt the same way. Uh, we don't, we donated, um, a, a skull bells deltoid desolator to the, um, the, to the overall winner of the open natural. And it's, it's, it's a, it's a great feeling. It's something that you made with your hands that you get to give to somebody else as a, tr as a trophy for winning. I mean, that's, 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 that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's the best. It's the best feeling ever. You know, it's, it's, you know, definitely for overall winners. A lot of times I'll, um, you know, I'll give out a gift card or something too. Um, just because I, you know, I want you to feel like you, you know, you want something. And so they get a little bit of a gift card and, um, you know, if I'm able to, to earn the privilege to work with them, that would be great. But if not, you know, I'm really proud of them. And, and I hope that, you know, they, they get everything they hope for more in this community. And, you know what I mean? I, I, and that it, makes and it, always, it always comes back around one way or another too. It's, it's like when, if, if you're at the end of the day, if you're, if you're giving enough value and if your heart's really in it, then it'll come back in, in, in the, in the form of a referral or, um, some, or, or, or some, or someone hires you for something else, like a different, a, a different service that, that you offer. I mean, it, it, it all, it always, it always comes back around if you're treating other, other people the way that you want to be treated. Absolutely. You know, um, one of my favorite books is, uh, the go-giver. I don't know if, um, if you, Oh, I love that book. Oh, That's a good God. one. It's <laughs> And that book like single-handedly changed my world. I, my, my, yeah. my are actually out of Montana. And so we've been doing like zoom since May. And one of the books they made me read was, and I say made me read because I, I, I was always saying I'm too busy for work. I'm, I'm too busy to read. I'm too busy to read. I'm too busy to read. And, um, the go-giver, when I read it, you know, I laughed, I cried, I laughed some more. And it talks about how your income is directly proportionate to how many people you serve and how well you serve them. And, right. It's not about, you know, obviously the whole goal is, you know, to make money and to, to be able to continue this business. But, you know, sometimes it's not just about making the money. I mean, it's most of the time it's I think I'm a I'm a big believer in if you stop focusing on making the money and you just try to bless people and serve them to the best of your ability that, you know, you'll get everything you hope for more. And Amen. in my helping people isn't about like, I don't see a dollar sign in front of them. Even if you just buy a shirt from me, or if you just, you know, come say hi to me at all the shows, you know, that's still, that's still a blessing to me, whether you're wearing one of my suits or not, you know? Hey man, I a hundred percent agree with everything you said. That, that was wonderful. Thanks for ending it that way. Um, uh, where can people, where can people go to follow you, your content and look at all the work that you have to offer? If you're on Instagram, check out my Instagram. I'm always posting up-to-date suits, up-to-date, um, you know, pictures of my clients and and my pros and everything and the shows I'm at and whatnot. Um, it's at Radiant, R-A-D-I-A-N-T underscore physique wear, P-H-Y-S-I-Q-U-E-W-E-A-R. So Radiant underscore physique wear. And um, with that, there's a link in my bio to my website. 
um, and on the website, you know, I, my, my, my website's a little untraditional. Um, you can't just like go and order something and pay for it right then and there. Um, there's a bunch of you, you fill out the order form and then, um, I turn around and contact you and go over your measurements and send you stone looks and whatnot. And, um, you know, talk nice. about options and everything. So you're not just buying something online. Um, you're, you're, you, everything goes through me. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, so at my, on my Instagram page, and if you're not on Instagram, check out my Facebook page, um, Radiant Physique Wear. Um, there's a there's a little button to contact me on all of those, and you can just contact me through that. Thanks so much for joining us. If you found this helpful, please pay it forward by sharing with a friend. One more thing before we sign off. If you're not subscribed to our nutrition podcast, Carnivore Coach's Corner, you're really missing out. Colt and Mark collaborate weekly, diving deep into meat-based nutrition and advanced hypertrophy training, featuring top coaches and nutritionists from across the globe. If you're a fan of the low-carb lifestyle or just getting into it, search Carnivore Coaches Corner on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Overcast, Google Podcasts, and if your podcatcher isn't on this list, tell us where you're listening and we'll make sure to get Carnivore Coaches Corner where you are. Thanks again one more time. We'll catch you Monday on episode 202, where we'll get you pumped up for next week. I'm going to leave you with our battle cry here at supersetyourlife.com. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Do you not know that your body is a sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were purchased at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. <laughs>